Hi everybody and welcome to another edition of the Copcast podcast on Cop Left. We're doing something a wee bit mad tonight. Uh, it's a podcast but not maybe as you know it. And you'll, you'll understand as you go along. Uh, basically we've done the podcast and they were doing the intro second. There, there, there you go, there's the first fuck up. Joining me on the pod in Berlin, I have Neil Patterson. Neil, how are you? Even though I know how you are, how are you? Yeah, a little, little concerned, slightly pissed off after the uh, result, but uh, glad to be shooting the shit or have shot the shit <laughs> in this pod. <laughs> Indeed. Well, and also up at Belfast, we have Dave Dunning, who's in a similar frame of mind, just pissed off. How are things, Dave? All well with you? Yeah, I'm fucking exhausted now. What the fuck talking? You dumped my last two hours of fucking... <laughs> Oh dear, this is fucking stupid what we're doing. Right, so basically basically somewhere, whenever I get to edit this, this will start as a podcast and somewhere down the line it'll all make sense. So here we'll go. Right, I'm sort of thinking, fuck this game, fuck the game at the weekend. Let's just have a conversation. I, the way I looked at it at the start of the year is if we're going to play a front three like that, see if the three of them get 15 each. I think, that's, I think I'm happy with that. And then if you're maybe... You know, there's a couple of midfielders chipping in with, you know, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Then I think I think you're in a good space then. I think you're talking, you know, there's fucking 60 goals and then you get a couple of set pieces, defenders, whatever, penalty. Yeah, penalty, I suppose 15, 16, eight, something like that would be you know what get on. If you're talking about your front three, that's that's maybe 50 goals between the front three. Now, there's no way there's fucking a, a centre, a, a, a front two, and that league are going to get... 50 goals between them. It's impossible. No, the only time, the only time. Well, it was happened. fucking good. Good Johnson and, and Hasselbank, wasn't it? Yeah. But they also Suarez and Sturridge did as well, didn't they? Suarez and Sturridge, yeah. Yeah. And they, um, and we still contrived to fucking not win the league. <laughs> but, you know, like, <sighs> I, I, in that group, that, that drove me mad the other night. Henderson going on about fucking, oh, well, sure, you know, with more points, but, Fuck it, it doesn't matter about those seasons, it matters about this season. <laughs> All that matters is what's in front of you, not what's behind you. Yeah, and, you know, I, yeah. I was thinking earlier on, I, I know Neil's been banging on about fucking performance, performance, but I looked at the next three matches and I thought to myself, I really don't give a fuck what the level of performance is like, I just want three one wins. I want yeah. in, in the final of the League Cup, in the next round of the FA Cup and beat Chelsea, I don't really care how... Awful it is to watch. It just want three wins. Like Dave, when that draw was made, when we got Southampton, that where we were at at that particular moment in time, it was a fucking walk to the final. But we haven't scored against them. To be fair, in three fucking games this season, like we haven't I'll scored. Tell you, I'll tell you something else. Do, do you know the more concerning thing for me was? I looked at that the night and I thought, right, <coughs> well, Fonte's gone, Van Dyke's out. Surely we can break that team down because we're all everybody salivating over their two fucking centre half. Neither of them playing, and we still can't score a goal. But that's more to do with us than it is to do with them, Dave. We are getting well, to the position. That's my point, fi- Dave. The final, th- you know, we're not bad in around the box now. If we actually get the ball to the box, because we keep losing it in the in the in the final third. <coughs> I- yeah, at the same time, Dave, I think we made three clear-cut chances the night before Oh, absolutely, we did. It wasn't there, but they made about six. That's the problem. Nah, well, I mean, the second half, they didn't have anything. I mean, that's that breakaway goal at the end, but other than that, they didn't have anything in the second half. They did. Um, and I saw the fucking um, Tadic one the first half, 
puts it a bit close to him, but that's a fabulous save. Like, is, gets yeah, it's a great save. So it's a great save. And uh, they should have been one up. From what, well, I didn't see any any of the rest of the first half, but from that chance popping up, I think it was quite near the end of the half as well. Like they would have been, you know. Well yeah, but you know what? Neil, they had another really similar chance from a really similar kind of situation afterwards. And Davis got it yep. fell, but kind of bobbled about a bit more. Davis fucking Sky. smashed it into the smashed it into. I the one the Sky. I only saw the one replay because it was such a. Such a fucking howler like it. I didn't really consider it, but I did. Yeah, but it was down that right, it was down our right hand side again. I think they just thought, you know what, we'll get Tadic on there and just trying to get him in behind Trent and, and trying to kind of expose him a little bit. Was Arnold was he was he bad or was it um was it was it Right, okay, he was caught out of position a couple of times. He was, there's no t- but he's young, you can you can give him that. There's no problem. I don't, I have no problem with that, he's learning. But what he does have that Klein doesn't is fucking some of the crosses tonight were fucking brilliant. Far better, yeah. Yeah, and what you know what is, is delivery. There's whip and there's pace on them, but there was a ball. There was a ball that he played to Firmino in the first half, towards the end of the first half, and it was kind of, and then he, he shaped across it, but he yes. kind of slipped it inside into his feet. Lalana took the full back away, and Firmino went into the space. It was fucking lovely pass. No, really there, there's a player really there, well guys. There is, yeah. it totally is. But you need to give him games. Absolutely, you do, and you need to give him a bit of time as well to iron the mistakes out of his game because he's going to have them at that age. Well, I hope. I mean, I'm quite glad that he's come onto the scene because, much as Klein's a, a, a good player and a good steady defender and whatever, like I've been crying out for our next right back to have a bit of um, real attacking flair, like because that's really what, or just quality in the final third because you really need that when you're. Playing in a system that gets the fullbacks in behind so often, and you're you're relying really on your fullbacks to give you the width, they're going to be in that position. And so often, for the positions yeah. Klein gets in, he just he doesn't produce enough. He it's will like, hit the odd one that's an assist or whatever. Until but he gets to that position, he's absolutely yeah. brilliant. And then he and then yeah, it see, you've got that Klein is, is naturally a fullback. He's a fullback, and you're asking him to go and do X, Y, and Z going forward. And it's not really his game, not really. Yeah, you're asking him to take on wing back traits, which aren't. Yeah, really whereas his game. whereas Trent is naturally like a box to box midfielder. That's where he's played. Yeah, that's right. He's only him. been um, he's only been shifted, hasn't he? Clubs. He's only been, he was only shifted like midway midway through last season. I think he was shifted to right back from from a, like a box to box midfield role, and that's his natural instinct is to get forward. So. I can see why he's getting caught out because he's at the opposite end of the scale. Do you know what I mean? It's just his instinct is to get forward, whereas Klein's instinct is more. I need to look over my shoulder and I need to protect my fucking centre half because they're fucking shite. Did you notice how many times speaking speaking about that with the first sort of instinct being defensive? Jordan Henderson playing that deep role. I don't know. I don't know. I look at him and whether it's the injury. You know, that's why I wanted to mention that earlier or what. But sometimes I watch him playing there and I just think, why why, why are you our first choice playing there? Because every time he took the ball tonight, he was on the back foot. Every time he took the ball, he was he, his first instinct was to look back or sideways. He played so few kind of probing balls or fucking, you know, testing balls or vertical balls. It was unbelievable. And then at the same time, whenever there's a breakaway, 
he's always out of position in the sense that your defensive midfielder should be the one that's going to the, the man with the ball, essentially, like, not dropping in the fucking space. It's a difficult one. I, I, I think Emery's far better there. I really do. I think uh, I don't think Emery yeah, looks so good box to box. I think he's far better with, with the pitch in front of him. I really do. I mean, I think out of the two of them, I'd rather have Chan playing there. Like, I mean, if you yeah. think of the Villarreal game last year, he was fucking immense. Yeah, and just let him grow into that. You know, at the minute, there's yeah. too much chopping and changing around him. We're, 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 I don't think we're settled enough as well. I think there's just, there's, everything just seems to be wrong. There does. There seems to be some kind of a malaise. And, and, I, and I keep going back to you, and, and I won't let this go. It's this winning mentality. We don't have it. Like, you know, seriously, how many times have we been utterly irresistible this season? Six or seven times in 20, 20 say 30 games if you take cup games and everything. That's not... But we, but we did have a winning mentality. It just seems to have gone... It seems right, to have disappeared so, overnight. Okay, for, so is, for, this, is the question then, have we been worked out? I, I don't know. I don't know if it's a case of being worked out or not having the correct components in terms of personnel or fuck I don't know just that they're they're overtired and we don't have enough rotation or don't have a don't don't have a big enough squad or you know that people have worked us out a wee bit but I mean you can be worked out and still fucking beat teams. I mean people work Man United out. I mean they played the same way for fucking years. But they still beat Beat everyone like if you know what I mean. Because they yeah, had that like, steel, they had that grit, they didn't know how to lose, they dug in when they needed to. We can't dig in. Yeah, it took them a long time to get there, like to, to be fair. And like, it took them nearly as long as it's taken us, or or about the same length of time it's taken us to between league league titles, like, but after they got there, fucking didn't let it go. Yeah, it took Ferguson what, four years or something? Longer, I think, yeah. I mean, he joined them in 86, I think. I, I think it is 86. And when, when was his first? The first one was 90, 93 or 94. Listen. Because Leeds like, won it in 93, didn't it? Yep, that's right. Ferguson last eight years at United without winning a league. But Dave, you're talking about different yeah, mentality. 1986, the, the, there was no social He won, he won the Cup Winners' Cup, didn't he? That was the, the thing that sort of kept him. But he won the Cup Winners. He won the FA Cup with United he won the in ninety. He beat the yeah the the beat Palace after a replay. You remember Brighton Mark right three three scored didn't he? The replay was um, fucking really Lee Martin scored their FA Cup winning goal in the eighty sixth minute with a fucking header. Come. In, in nineteen eighty six, I remember it well. You know, United were mid table, whether we're where we were or where Ferguson we are was now. On the rack. They were on the rack, basically. And you yeah. know, the, the sack Billy McNeil, they've had a succession of managers. They were, they were just going through managers. Big you know, Ron. Big Ron. Fuck, sure, sure, fucking Big Ron and Malcolm Allison was at City at the fucking same time. Jesus Christ, help us all. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you, you know what I mean? But the, the, the onus on the press, the focus of the press wasn't there. The focus of the fans wasn't there to get these guys out the same way as it is today. And Ferguson had that luxury. For like up until, you know, because he started in the first division, it then became the Premier League. United saw this market and as the Premier League. When, when, when fucking Ferguson took over, the fucking barriers were still up uh, at Old Trafford. Well, he, he was on the verge of the sack, like, I mean, it was the FA, it was widely, widely 
regarded that the FA Cup, winning the FA Cup that year, saved his job. Like, and then after that, they won the Cup Winners' Cup, and they started to show steady progress in the league. And you know, they signed the right players and hit the big time just at the right time. Plus, he got lucky with that crop of youngsters coming through just when yeah. they did like as well. That was kind of convenient. Yeah. I don't know what's fucking. Uh, but unfortunately, we can't use that as a model, Neil, because the world's moved too far. Yeah, no, I, I do know. Um, and the saving grace about tonight, disappointing as it is, and much as we would have loved to have won the League Cup, but <coughs> nobody's really that arsed if we don't win the League Cup, and it was the League Cup. But in the wider context, it's fucking six games without a winner. Yes, yeah, exactly. That, well, if you take the. Do you know the thing? Do you know the thing annoys me more than anything else? If United win the League Cup, that's them level on on major trophies. With exactly. Us. That's but it would be it would be quite fun though if Southampton just did them over like just fucking. That would be fun. Like, like, like they did be... in uh, what was it seventy eight? Was it Bobby Stokes? Was it that fucking the the famous offside goal beat them fucking one 0 in the FA Cup? Oh, I love that. <laughs> that would be poetic justice as well. Yeah, Ferguson. Ferguson took Ferguson took four years to win the FA Cup, and yeah. that was what saved his job. Yeah, no, I don't know. Yeah. And that was that was the year that Mark Robbins scored a load of substitute go- goals and yeah, yeah, Danny Wallace. <laughs> God, remember him? Jesus Christ! <laughs> Rod Wallace's brother would be yeah, yeah, he was. Rod Wallace, Jesus Christ! Oh, Rod, Rod Wallace, Wallace was better. Had a bad career. He was yeah, he was better. Yeah, he was at Leeds he for Leeds. Wasn't he? Wasn't he? Was right, he was at Leeds forever. Like. I think he was at Leeds when they won the league, wasn't he? I I Gary, he was with Gary Mack and David was. Batty in that crowd. Yeah. I mean, it's so unglamorous compared to the way it is now with their fucking manicured hair. And, I know. <laughs> Go, fucking Lee Chapman fucking trundling about up front. Yeah, Lee Chapman. Fucking hell. Lee Chapman was a funny one. Like, he always seemed posh somehow. Like, Do you remember Tony, your boy? He was fucking awesome. I remember the fucking goal he scored against us anyway. Yeah. Fuck it, he was. And brilliant. then he scored against Wimbledon a couple of weeks later. It was even better, like. It was even better, wasn't it? Yeah. I remember watching that. That was, I think, that was the first day of the season, our first match that season. Was that yeah, I think it was like that goal. It was mental because he flicked it up over a couple of people before smashing it in off the bar from twenty yards. Like <laughs> it was a bit Suarez. It was Suarez esque in a way, like. Yeah, it was. Oh, oh fuck this! How right. we could do with one fucking striker in our team with the fucking steel that Suarez had? I mean, Bobby's close to it, like to be fair to him, but one with that real winning mentality, killer instinct. We don't have Kill, any real killer instinct. instinct. I mean, I think Bobby's got it to a degree, like, but not in the same way. I mean, it, I think it, it can it can come because Suarez didn't really come until. For us, until he was like twenty-seven or something, did it twenty-six? Yeah, yeah. Mind yeah. you, his goal-scoring record and, and for him was wasn't bad, like yeah. frightening, like it was <laughs> frightening. He got forty that season, didn't he? In, in like thirty-nine games or something stupid. Aye. It was just mental. It was mental. But listen, he's fucking one in a million. Like he, you know, he is. He's one in a million. No doubt, you fucking and 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 people were thinking Sterling was going to be able to do that, and I just don't know with him anymore. I I don't think Sturridge has a winner win mentality. I I, he has a Sturridge mentality. Did you see I the did. start of the game, Dave? Because I know you missed the first half. Did you see the start of the game? It was probably about 10 minutes in. And Firmino and Lalana sprinted 
to, to press the centre half. And the two of them actually ran past Sturridge to go and press the centre half. They ran past him and he's fucking just like jogging around. Like, honestly. And then the, the, then the other time, he, he ran from basically their penalty box to our penalty box backwards. And then fucking started an attack with, and, and there was nobody fucking there because he'd fucking, you know, oh Jesus. He just the most, one of the most frustrating performances I've ever seen from him. Do you know who you Like, I mean, I've, I've, I've sort of, I've listened to the stats and stuff, and it's not that he is lazy. He does more running than, than most forwards and that, like most strikers. I mean, I think Harry Kane beats him, and Alexis Sanchez beats him, like, in terms of that. He does more sprints, I think, than, than all of them. But he just, I, I know, it's just, it's just not working. And what he offered before was, was goals. Yeah. And if he's if he's missing those, I mean, it was it was a nailed on thing for for a good season and a, and a half. That if Sturridge was playing, he would nine nine times out of ten he would score. And not only that, he'd probably score the first goal. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah, but, that's but just but it's not happening for now. it's not happening for him anymore. It's not you know it used to be he come back from injury straight away got in and scored. He's not that's not happening no more. And because it hasn't. Because it hasn't happened, I think then he snatched. I think that that overhead he hits tonight. He oh, has time, he has time to let that drop another foot, like yeah, maybe he is. And the, if he does that, he's over the ball and it goes in. But he snatches under save as well. Now I, I, this this is the thing I picked up on. I don't know if you guys picked up on it. The, the, whenever he made the double save off a of line, Foster or Forrester, whatever mm-hmm. you call him. Um, Sturridge just kept, himself he, yeah, he's throwing himself as opposed to like either one of two things is going to happen. He's going to palm it out or it's going to go in. Sturridge has no need to keep going forward. And if it awaited, the ball would have landed on his head and with the goalkeeper in the ground. And yeah, I mean, it's tough to know what to do there because he's maybe thinking the keeper, you know, it'll he'll just, just knock it into me here. I'll, I'll just run it, run it in. But the thing I thought was just fucking hurl yourself at it. Yeah, that was what I was thinking as well. Just, but he doesn't you, do that. You, That's a you throw yourself mind. into the net along with the ball. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just Suarez would have been all over that. Suarez would have leapt at that. Do like, remember, do you remember? Do you remember even Benny Ewan scored a goal like that against Arsenal? Remember that four all game? And he literally fucking hurled himself into the yes, net and yes. brought the ball in with him. He could fucking yeah. kick. He kicked it away, and he was land fucking injured but in the net matter. after the goal had been that- scored. But that's what we lack, Dave. We don't. We I don't have anybody who'll want to fucking put their body in the line. Are we going to pack a fucking prima donnas? There is a bit of that sort of thing lacking, and I have to say as well, they score their their goal. Genie, bring the fucker down! Like, yeah. I mean, you're the only one, and you can see that you're going to be the only one that's going to get close to this guy. It's the ninety first minute. You cannot afford to concede. Take the fucking yellow card. Just fucking slide him. Take a red if you have to, like. Yep, just but he w- stop the man. But it wouldn't have been a red. It would have been a yellow because he was sort of, it was just 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 inside our half, sort of around the centre circle, and he crosses he one of them's chasing back and he crosses in front of him and he can just bring him down. Just do it. You know, take yeah. a yellow. You've only been on the pitch five minutes. You're you're there's two minutes to go. You cannot afford to concede. You've got to take him down. You've just fucking got to. It's a cup match, like. Yeah, but honestly, Neil, whether they scored or not there the night, we were never, we'd still be playing there and never scoring. 
It was just one of those nights. You just knew nothing was going to go for us. Nothing did either. I mean, I couldn't believe Sturridge missed two. The second one as well. He gets to it. It's just like, just, I know, I know he's on what the stretch. The second it's, one? it's the one where he's on the stretch, but he clearly gets there first. Uh, I don't know. The ball gets swung in. He arrives. The, the, obviously, it goes in behind the defender, between defender and goalkeeper. And it's in the air. And he's not favoured to get there, but he does get there. And he makes it. And he's slightly on the stretch. But he just needs to fucking put his... It's on his right foot. But he just needs to sort of side foot it with a bit of... It's quite firmly. But just a, a side foot volley. And he sort of, sort of gets underneath it. And did he, he put it over the bar? Loop it over the bar? Yeah. Slow motion yeah. over the bar, I remember it. No, yeah. I remember it. No. Yeah. But when you see the replay, he gets there. He's fucking there. Just a bit of confidence. And for some, and Coutinho as well. He takes his eye off it. I know. It comes off his calf that one. Yeah. It's like he's, he's looking away. He looks the way he's going to hit it or something. And you can see his head turn. And he doesn't... Oh, I know. See the same with, with those... those Three chances. All you need to do is just make good contact with the ball. That's yeah. it. You don't then need to fucking. You don't need to put it in off the fucking post or off the crossbar. You just make good contact with the ball and hit the target. Yeah, because and the pace is on the ball. Exactly. <sighs> and that's why it's so frustrating. I mean, especially the one from Sturridge. He's close in. You're like fucking hell. He's but inside then, the six-yard box. Get away with that. inside the six-yard box. You can get away with it because it's an overhead, but it no, doesn't no, no, have no, no, to be. I'm, I'm talking about I'm talking about the toothlessness. You can get away with that one game, have an off day and whatnot. This has been from the last international break. We have been on the fucking ropes, like. Yeah, but you do you not think? Would you not say we were better tonight going forward, creating those chances? We actually Until did we create a few box. chances. Until we got to the box, and but then we have absolutely nothing. What I mean is, like recently, we haven't really been create like against Swansea. We didn't create. We scored two goals, but we didn't create chances as good as as that were as good as the ones we created tonight. Like the thing is, while while teams have something to defend, they're going to play like that, and it's it's on us to go and get the first goal and make them have to come out. It really is, and if we can't break them down and get the first goal and make them have to adapt then they're just going to sit and they're going to fucking sit inside their final third for 90 minutes and try and get a goal in the break like Southampton did or the fucking stupid set piece like Swansea did. And that's and it's up to us to make them come out and play football. And if you, we you, don't have the fucking creativity or incision to get the first goal in a game, then we're always going to struggle. Yeah, but the thing is, if we, we've, we, we had managed, we'd worked out, how to play against these teams. We worked out how to put them to the sword. We had the fucking confidence and we were doing it. But now we've fucking regressed. And since, basically since we played Southampton away, where they've completely sat in against us, we have we have struggled to break teams down. I mean, we've played in different ways, fair enough. We had, we had Everton, so we had the Derby. That was fucking, a di- you know, it's a different game. We had City at home, that's a different game. We do not have anything. Well, Phil Coutinho is the closest we have to anything near world class, and I can't remember. A that doesn't. Bit. That doesn't. Doesn't really matter though, in the sense that. But you're talking like, about winning, winning mentalities, are, are, killer are instincts, guys than, who take the games. They're world class. They're world class. But, those guys. But our players are better than Southampton's players. So Absolutely, they, they are. We but, should have won but by Southampton that, are by that. playing Liverpool at Anfield. 
they're raising their game and we're behaving like a pack of spineless fucking tool heads. Yeah, well, I mean, that's the, I, the point is I'm not, we don't need world-class players to beat Southampton. We just needed to fucking take our chances. Right, but you're talking about, you're, 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 you're talking about getting at teams, getting the early goal, but I'm buying into that. Now, one thing I will say for Rodgers, and I don't defend him too often, but I'll defend him on this, his philosophy, albeit he had Suarez and, and it's a different animal, but his philosophy was get out and get that early goal and let's fucking kill them. Where Klopp's now sort of gone down the, the road and he's talking about patience and waiting teams out and one and you know again when you're talking about it, I think I think it's different though because teams didn't teams didn't defend against us in that season because we came from nowhere and we fucking destroyed them, so they weren't setting up as defensively and even when they did the difference really was with did we had Suarez and he was absolutely fabulous that season like probably the best season I've ever seen a footballer have like and follow it so closely I mean it was up there with Torres's first season yeah it was wasn't it it, it was. was just fucking monumental and he carried the team and of course then Sturridge weighed in with 20 plus goals and there was the emergence of Sterling and it was all the crest of a wave and I have, I, I have no doubt that if, if Klopp had had that team oh, we would have won, won the league that year there's no fucking doubt uh, yeah and do you know what see this year I, and I don't see if I hear fucking one other person say uh, we'll, we'll just as long as we get out of the blocks early we have not fucking got out of the blocks early you could probably count on one hand yep. and you wouldn't even need all five fingers the number of games we've got out of the blocks early and scored a goal or two goals in the first 20 minutes. Because it just doesn't happen. So I don't know what the fuck people are talking about. You see, they're harping back to 13-14. That's what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, because that, we that was the last time we won games. We don't go. It always takes us at least 10, 15 minutes to fucking get our rhythm in a game. Always. And Yeah, most I, of our goals, I think, have come between like the 20, 24th and 30, 34th minute or something I was, I was reading. Right, yeah. Our opening goals, I mean, it takes us a while. We usually feel our way in and then you, you get a goal. But that's not happened in the last... No. I mean, I, I think City was probably the last time we scored an early goal, was it? Yeah. Oh, we United, scored early enough against United Sunderland, was, didn't we? United, United, well. was, United was like 35 minutes or something. Was it? I thought it was like yeah. 20. Yeah. You know, we, you know, during about 13, 14, we always used to talk about, oh, well, you know, get get, get the first goal in the first 20 months and then just decimate them the rest, you know? Um, Premier, get, League was, Premier League was was worse then as well. Like It was, but we used to get two and three goals. So we were fucking four nil up against Arsenal in, say, 20 minutes. One two or three nil up against City inside half an hour, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was blind in football, but because nobody could deal with Suarez. Yeah. Suarez and Sterling and Sturridge and, and you Coutinho. know Coutinho came yeah. to, came into his own. but but I say like look I'm not I'm not gonna fucking rip on Phil because he's only just back he's working himself and he's been out a few weeks you know what I mean the same with Matip he's gonna take a fucking few games to get himself back in again um, oh, I thought Lovren was fucking shite the night too his distribution was terrible Lovren's just horseshit and, and Milner's beginning to worry me at left back. Miller didn't have a good game. No, he was he was under the cosh early on. He made a few mistakes. Very wasteful. Gave a ball, but they all gave the ball away. And it, I think in giving the ball away, they, they just don't look arsed. Whereas before, everybody seems so focused. There doesn't seem to be fucking focus at the minute. It's just driving me nuts. Is it not being arsed, or is it? 
Are they fucking out in their feet? It makes sense to me. I don't know. Are they exactly are they dead on their feet, or are they playing with injuries, or who knows? But it doesn't seem likely that they can't be arsed. I think I, I think the disruption in the team selection doesn't help matters. Well, we haven't really had a settled team all season. Like, really, really, Do you know really, what? Really. We've, we've had a settled team. And everybody knows... Well, I think we've had a settled 14 or 15. Yeah, okay, yeah. But we've never had and, a real sort of first-choice 11 out in the pitch at any time. Yeah, well, I think it's very, very clear what our first-choice 11 is. It's yeah. very clear to everybody. But see if someone comes out. It's not someone comes out and someone comes in. It's Mane comes out. So you have to fucking shift Firmino and play Sturridge. Or... Um, I see. You're not changing Coutinho, one thing. Or, you're changing two or three exactly, things. Or or Coutinho's missing. So you have to push the line forward, and then you have to bring Chan in. Do you know what I mean? So it's not just well, there's somebody injured, so let's put somebody else in. It's there's somebody injured, so let's put somebody else in. And because we're putting him in, because he is essentially our next best player, <coughs> regardless of whether he's like for like or not, he's our next best footballer. <coughs> so we'll put him on, and then you know you've. Maybe somebody else listen to or for me knows listen to will play a Ricky through the middle, and it's not the same. No. So it's it's just it's it's um, that Moving system seems that system seems to be almost reliant on those those eleven players. When I mean, that's not the way it's supposed to be, though, like is it? Well, you can't. In a, in a way, obviously, it, it it is inevitably gonna be like that. Because there are going to be players that will fit the system better than others and whatever. But the idea of having of having the system be the start is that you can rotate a few a few players in and out. And I don't see like obviously Milner's the first choice left back, and that's clear. But I don't see why when you've got the option, for example, to play Moreno at home against Swansea. Because we haven't the seen bo- Moreno in so long, we forget how shite he is, and then we say stupid things like that. No, but you can easily you can easily get away with it. He played against Palace. We won it four two. You know, you, he, he scored. Link, a, you have a weak link he, at, at left centre back. Why put another weak link at left back and leave them an open door? Well, who who's playing at left back? Milner. The point. Well, the, no, the I'm, I'm, I'm is, talking about left centre back is Lovren. But if you're, but if you're, yeah, I know that. But if you're playing high up, if you're playing against a team that's going to be as I say, a low block that's just going to sit in, which is exactly what fucking Swansea did in that first half. They just fucking camped. And people say they hit the post. It was a fucking deflected cross. <laughs> like, I mean, they they just camped. And we were we were all right, but we didn't fucking probe enough and we weren't, we weren't quick enough and whatever. But every time Milner gets it, or you're with Milner up there, he's, it's just out there and across. Back, either back inside or coming, turning him turning back inside and crossing it on his right, or just playing the ball back inside, back inside. At least you've got Moreno there. He's far He's far more dyna- dynamic. He's always looking for the one twos on the edge of the box. He gets in behind really well. He's he, he's really decent going forward. And you're playing against a team that the worst that can happen is they're going to break on you. So he's far fucking quicker getting back as well. And actually, does most of his best defending when he is chasing back. So there is an argument, and to, to to give him a couple of games doing that. I'm not saying bring him back in and make a first choice, but rest Milner. He's he's fucking thirty odd, like. Well, but this is the thing, Neil. I'm gonna keep going back to it. They're just churned out week after week after week after week, and are they tired? Because it is a possibility. The I'd say they probably are. Like, you know, we're only just after the fucking. 
after Christmas. Like you, you know, you expect this in sort of maybe April. Do you know what? Do you know what? It's, that's an interesting point you make there because I heard something recently about Pochettino, and Pochettino apparently gave his players a less rigorous pre-season um, to try and maintain their fitness a bit better throughout the season, and. I wonder is that why Spurs didn't necessarily start I the, the year running. particularly well, but since the Christmas period, they fucking really turned it on. They've really upped the ante. But again, there's there's that other argument that is it because they, they've got no European football to contend yeah. with now? I don't I don't know. It could be one thing or another. But if you look if you look at their results last season, it's the same thing as well. Yeah. Like. It and is the players, the players who are on form at the minute, and we don't. And they tend to spike over the Christmas period. Like that yeah. seems to be their, their best form. The period. That's like, the point. Why? Why are the players on form? Die. And oh, it's not just one player on form. Kane fucking Kane can't stop scoring at the minute. Um, yeah. Ali, Ali again. He's fucking. He's scoring goals like a centre forward. Eriksson has got back to the form that he was in eighteen yep. months ago, and he was fucking blowing everybody away. That lad's you know? son's very good as well. Yep, you've got Dembele playing great for. Playing. He's really added to them this season because yep. he didn't do much for them last year, like. Yep, and um, and you've got the fucking two full backs, and the two full backs are the two full backs, and you know all about them. So it's not like one or two. It's not like Kane's just suddenly started scoring goals. All of them have upped their game at the same time, and, and I don't, I don't think that can be a coincidence. Personally, I don't think it can be a coincidence. No, it, it probably is to do with the training, but then I don't know. The Spurs did drop off again last season. They famously put all their eggs in the in the Premier League basket by playing a weekend team away to Dortmund, and they got destroyed by Dortmund in the Europa League. I think that was the quarterfinals. Yeah, it was, it was right before, before us. us. Yeah, yeah, but they still had to go. Uh, they still had a two-legged second round tie before the quarters, like didn't they? So yeah, but and their form kind of then dropped off yeah. in the league afterwards as well. The end of last year, but I yeah. Will they this year, or has Pochettino thought to himself, right, well, we fucking just... When Yama's made a difference there as well, you know? I think what he did did was really, um, when they weren't firing, sort of made sure that they didn't really lose games. He was sort of the, you know, we'll uh, we'll at least get a nil-nil out of this, we'll at least get a 1-1. Well, they've got the best back four in the division, don't they? Yeah, well, they do. They do, I mean, we should... It's fucking annoying as well, because we should have had Ericsson... Yep. And we should have had, and we should have had Ali, and yep. we should have had, and we should have had fucking Alderweireld. Yes, and we should have fucking went and spent some money on Manyama as well. If you ask me, twelve million, yeah. fucking pocket yeah. change. Absolutely, like, but I mean, Jake Livermore is about to be bought for ten million quid. Jake fucking Livermore. Yep. And, and, and what did Snyderland go for as well? To, to you know, because whenever him and, and Wanyama were at Southampton, it was a great part. And but everybody used to say Wanyama was the real. Well, United bought Snyderland for twenty five million. What yeah, there's, been, there's been it's about the same. There's about there's been 50, that player who's had fifty million pounds spent on transfers on him in the last eighteen months. If you want to look at it that way, aye. If you want to look at it that way, it's it's two twenty five million pound transfers in eighteen months. And one Yama just fucking sauntered down to North London there for twelve million quid. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was a bit of a, a, a handy deal, wasn't it? Because Pochettino obviously used to manage Southampton, didn't he? So there must have been 
Yeah, it Klopp used to manage, manage Dortmund as well. That hasn't worked out too well for us so far. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's a different... That's a different, different like, I guess. But oh, but that, that, come come on, lads, seriously. Sure, look, whenever Klopp came, oh, we're going to fucking raid the Bundesliga. There's not fucking one of them wants to come near us. Of all those targets, you know, the Soule's, the Jonathan Taz, the Dahoods... It's um, difficult, Pulisic. though. I know it's difficult, Neil, but when it's you're not... Fighting with, when you're fighting yes, with... But this is with where Bayern. you go. This is where you go, fucking hell, lads, we're in the black... Let's fucking test the fucking water. Let's yeah, maybe, this. maybe. But they're not doing it, like, are they? They're not just going to go, we'll, but, but, we'll but fucking then, throw 50 look, million at you. See? Neil, here's a question for the two of you. Is it FSG? Is it Klopp? Is it the players? Or is it the conglomeration of the fucking three of them? Because I, I think there's fault in all corners. Right, let me put it this way. We're looking to sign players of continued standard. That's what we're looking to sign. Is, are we agreed on that? Yep. yep. Or so better. Would you say, okay, or better. Okay, all right. So would you sell Coutinho now for 70 million? No, no. because we can't replace him. We've, we've, we've been through that with Suarez. We cannot get okay. the, the calibre unless you have the, the next best developing player who happens to just develop instantaneously for you. Um, and, therein, yeah, and therein is the problem with the January transfer window. You're playing games. The January transfer window is the most pointless fucking thing ever. I fucking hate it. It's useless. Well, no one wants had, to sell her. We wouldn't have had Sturridge. We wouldn't have had Suarez. We wouldn't have. Yeah, but look, but look, the thing is, Sturridge, Sturridge was a punt. Let's be honest. Oh, it was. It was essentially to generate fucking bonds, wasn't it? It was essentially yeah. to generate money for agents and fucking managers yeah. and all the rest of it. Coutinho was a punt as well. Well, it no was without a doubt. Although uh, I think Rafa sort of Rafa sort of gave a, a, a an endorsement to him. Yes, because I remember when Benitez was briefly at injury, he did play him an awful lot. He um, did. He loved him. Yeah, he did. Um, then who he signed him? Didn't he? Yeah, I don't know. I think he was there already. They signed him yeah, young he was there and, and, lo- oh, and then loaded him back. What? Who's the other one? Suarez. Suarez. People had their reservations about Suarez for one, two, three reasons or another with his behaviour, etc., because yeah. that was no secret that he was running around fucking biting people, getting on like a maniac. Oh, a guy. Well. Well, I let him fucking bite well. anyone. I know he, what a guy. <laughs> I let him bite me. I let him bite me every time he scored, if he wanted. But no fucking bother. Awesome. No bother. And then Absolutely. you have the fuck... And then, so, so they're your three successes, really. And then the other yeah, one you're, was... You're the leaving other. big Andy Carroll out, you bastard, you. <laughs> and there's two, there's only two other January signs I can think of that were success. I think we signed Mascherano in January, but that was amidst a fucking uh, storm cl- cloud of of madness. Where he was at West Ham and fucking Pod- he was at West Ham and Pardew wouldn't even play him. Exactly. I remember Pardew wouldn't even give him a game. And then the only other one was Maxi Rodriguez. And again, didn't he, he didn't he go on strike at West Ham? I thought he went on strike and just didn't no, pa- no, wouldn't Pardew wouldn't play him. Pardew wouldn't play him for some reason. And sure, people it was him and Tevez arrived together and yeah, exactly. got on. And Mascarano ended up being the fucking better player, in my opinion, of, of, of the two. You know what I mean? Tevez was, was a great player. but I Well, certainly the, certainly the more successful player. There's no doubt yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, well, and then the only other one I can think of in January, you're going back to like, like Maxi Rodriguez. But again, he was fucking 32 or something. Yeah, and he was a bit of a so, so my point is, you don't fucking... See, there is so little option to sign someone who's going to improve the squad in January. I don't even think that the fucking January transfer window is even worth having conversations about the majority so often, of the time. So, even for other clubs, players will come in 
And they might, some of them hit the ground running and they're fucking amazing. You think, ah, oh, see, you can't fucking get great players in January. Uh, then the next season, say. they just fall off a cliff. See, say, Yalovich, fucking. Mm. You know what? I'd take, I'd take like. one of them right now if he just came and fucking ignited the whole bloody thing. I don't care if he goes off the edge of the cliff as long as he ignites the rest. Yeah, but something is like that. Yeah, but the yeah. thing is that goes that goes that goes against the whole fucking ethos, the whole club's complete ethos, which is which is you. But if you could, I see what you mean. No, if you could get a fucking t- yellow bit or a CSA how many or years of come in and score twelve goals in thirteen games? Yeah, but you, you you're would. Playing, you, yeah, you could. You may win the league, league like you're playing. You may win the league. You're probably, you're probably talking one in five hundred players will be able of to do that. Of so it's it's a it's fucking a, an long shot, like. Yeah, and it is a, it's an absolute punt. I, I just I just don't see the I don't see the logic in it. Yes, Dave, if you could guarantee me someone who was going to go and do that, I'd say go and pay the money. But you're relying on the, the club wanting to sell, which at this time of the year they don't. You're relying on the player wanting to move and the likes of fucking Pulisic. He's just went and signed for mm-hmm. a five year contract or something. He doesn't want to go anywhere. Twenty twenty. Uh, he doesn't want to. Quincy promised going nowhere. Um, at least not until the summer. But again. I but again, that's because the club just just will not sell. So, you know, Manu said that the names like just Spartak Moscow want to win the league. They haven't won the fucking league in ages. They've got loads of money. They don't need to sell, and uh, they're not gonna sell. And then the other one that the other one that they were throwing around was Brandt at Leverkusen, and and he he made the the reasons clear for that too. Maybe in the summer. Summer. Yeah. It's a, you know, it, it, it doesn't bode well. For, 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 you, you know, I, I just my 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 concern would be though, like if you think you're probably gonna have a recurring issue with Hendo and his fucking heel, then <clears throat> if somebody like the Hood is available, why aren't you fucking moving for him when well, we, were ta- so we, we talked about this last week, Neil? Interesting. About, you know, Maybe they're waiting to the very end to fucking to stump Dortmund. Yeah, that's right. Because, there because is like, that. another thing that Manu did, did one of the first podcasts I ever did with him uh, was basically he was saying you, you you know that we have the same scouting book as Dortmund. Surprise, surprise. You, you know, ultimately he Klopp's only eighteen months with us, so obviously the targets are going to be the same. They're ones that he identified with Dortmund, so he's obviously looking at Liverpool. Nothing wrong there, but at this moment in time. Dortmund present to, to, to the may, we get may give them bigger wages, but Dortmund seem to be a better footballing destination. There, there's the for European footballers as well. There's the fucking Brexit thing, like yeah, there's that as well. Could be could be an issue, which which doesn't help. And Germans are Germans are Manu was a bit prickly about it, but Germans are notoriously hard to prize away from Germany, particularly German Germans. Like I mean, the ones that Manu mentioned were nearly all Turkish. Turkish Germans like Özil and Kadira and Emre Can and so on. Like very few German Germans really travel. I mean, the well, odd one who, goes. I, I wouldn't say to who could be a German German. No, no, he's a Syrian German. Like so, he could definitely he, he could definitely travel. But it doesn't. I I mean, jumping them would would seem like the ideal because who knows how good his English is. He's settled in Germany. His family's in Germany. If Dortmund want them, they'll pay him probably what we're thinking of offering him, maybe. I mean, unless we're thinking of going a hundred grand a week on him, I don't know, like. But I mean they'll they'll pay they'll pay him fifty thousand euros a week and now it's it's fucking it's evens, euro to pound, so Yeah. And like is it we, really? if we were Yeah, pretty, pretty much. much. 
if we were going to sign him, if we were going to sign him the, in the summer, like last summer, we would have needed to get in there before Shaka or Norvite went. Because yeah. there was no fucking way they were going to sell all three of them. There's just no, no way. It just wasn't going to happen. And what, no. What, whatever happened with the Ruben Neves thing? Because he was another one that was really. He, I know he was there for fucking. He was talked about for months and months. And then and months, he wasn't, wasn't he? getting played. He was apparently it, set to sign under Rogers. Apparently, I don't know if that's fucking true, but apparently it was all fucking lined up, and then um, it wasn't. Um, Klopp didn't didn't fancy him or. It was just taken off the table that the whole thing went out the window. I don't know, but he was talked about. He was scouted extensively, apparently. Um, but another one we've never moved on, just like fucking Ericsson and Alderweireld and all the fucking rest of us. We could have had Alderweireld before he even went to Atletico Madrid. We could have had him from wherever it was, PSV or Feyenoord or Ajax. It was It wasn't. It was a Dutch. Was it? Yeah, it was one of the big three in Holland, but I can't remember which one. Like, you see, oh, and then he went to Atletico on loan, and then he went to Southampton on loan, and then fucking Spurs signed him. All right, well, listen, you know, all this business about we need the right player, and we need the right player, and we need the right player, and we need. What if they never become available? You know what I mean? Well, this is it, and sometimes you have to make the right player. And sometimes, way, like, and sometimes you just need to go the extra mile, and. We have never gone the extra mile in transfers. We've never gone and said, well, here's an extra 20 grand. Come to us. We're, we've, we've got a hard sell in the northeast England um, when you versus London. And, and, you know, we saw that with Sanchez and whatnot. And I'm just sort of thinking, look, I don't... Said that Dortmund I, is a fucking dive. I will, well, hang on. I, but there's a football citadel, basically. So, that, you, yeah. you know, and, and they're, well, they're, they're, they're hitting at the minute, so. Neil. It's what they, ha- what they have for the likes to who, Dave, is they've got about a fucking 10-year history there of giving young players regular opportunities in yes. first team football and playing yeah. Champions League football and that's what they've got it's the same type of Look, it's the same type of perception that the, and, and, the play, and young players Klopp, have of but they'll need to turn it on a bit in the second half of the season because they didn't have a particularly good no. opening yeah, but they're up into the top right. four now aren't they Neil um, Dortmund they're, they're starting to, they're actually starting to tick although Obama yeah. Yang's away at the, at the African Cup of Nations but uh, I but they still got that other fucking boy what do you call him uh, the Brazilian fella, Brazilian name. Is he Brazilian? Can't remember. Which one, Ramos? I him Ramos. Aye. No, not Brazilian. I, I'm not. But what I'm saying is, I would just like to see him maybe break away from his traditional stance and realise that you know maybe if you really want this player and this is who you want, go to the board and say, look, I fucking want him, regardless of what it costs. And I think Jurgen Klopp still. A principled man, and that's that you know, and that's a compliment to him. I think his principles are so strong that he doesn't want to spend the money. But in to survive in England, that's something he may need to get over. Because you aren't going anywhere in England without spending. And it's sad, but it's fucking true. That may be maybe true, but it'll be something that he he will learn. Maybe he say to himself, Right, had this plan for the season, we're going at it like this. And we'll see where we are at the end of the season. And at the end of the season, then you take stock and you go, right, what worked, what didn't work, what did I, yeah, what could I have done better? What's, and you look around you and you think, well, what worked for them and whatever, like as well. So you're going to learn from it. But I don't know who you're going to get in January, apart from the hood that we mentioned, but there seems to be either we're waiting till the last minute to, to give some Dortmund or. 
we're just not going for him. So one or the other. And and t- tonight, I don't know whether it was the television or maybe somebody who was there like might have a different story, but the first half, it was like a fucking library for a cup semi-final, especially when we're trailing. I didn't think that the crowd were very... All I could hear was fucking Southampton fans. Well, I didn't really hear that that much in the second half either. Like, no, they, were, they, they, they were a bit like the, the crowd to me were a bit better in the second half, but the first half, considering what was at stake, considering when we're chasing the game, you would have thought that a, a full house and everything under the lights, you'd have thought it'd been a wee bit more vocal than that. You thought it would have been a lot more boisterous, like you thought it yeah. would have been a lot more people pissed up and really having a yeah, fucking it's a cup, cup semi-final. Jesus Christ, we we could have gone to a final probably to play United. You would have loved the thought that. You was know, it again? Was it that sort of expectant atmosphere in a way, like where they're just people are really just sitting there waiting for the first goal before they? Yeah, I don't know because I mean you feel that quite a lot. It was definitely that against Swansea. Yeah, are people just are people just walking in and just getting pissed off that they're not seeing what we saw in in you know September, October, November? That's a fair point. I don't know because we were spoiled, like. Oh, we were absolutely, and it seems to talk be... about we're not we're not playing well now, blah blah blah, and all that other shit. But we were spoiled with the quality of football that we were playing at the start of the year. But it's what we continue. were promised as well, Dave. Don't forget, this is heavy metal football. This is what we were pro- This is what this man brings. And I suppose we maybe got ahead of ourselves in that. You know what I mean? It's like it was the expectation. But that that style of football, as I keep saying, how many times over the course of what have we played? Maybe thirty games this season. How many times have we played that? fantastic brand of football. It was the spell before the last international break. We were irresistible. We were fucking fantastic. We were brilliant. But whatever whatever but happened... Have, I know. Well, then you continue out of the squad for, what, eight weeks? You had Lana missing before yep. Coutinho went out. Then, you know, as soon as Coutinho gets back, um, Mane's away. So, I can... And my team's been out for most Mateep's of that time. So, when you're not scoring goals, you've got... Dejan and Ragnar at the back, and, and you're, you can't shut up shop. And you, you just can't. I mean, Lovren has been particularly, has shown himself to be particularly poor again over the over the last few games. Like, I mean, he's he's, a, he's a, even at fault for um, Tadic's big chance tonight where Matip is sort of shepherding Redmond out. And at the very last minute, Lovren just pairs over, leaves his man, misses the ball, and Redmond just pokes it inside and Tadic is completely free so Carius has to make a great save so you're he's at the scene of the crime far 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 too often and without Matip there to hold his hand we've been conceding more goals and uh, you know three against Swansea and again he's at the scene of the crime tonight like so it's, well, here, a, it's t- just... tell me this lads what the hell's happening with uh, with Sacco because I haven't, I'm not on social media enough to, at the minute. I'm too busy with, with WFI and shit. Um, what has there been any movement on it? No, no. Um, whispers from what I've heard, it's still the same old, the two Milan clubs and possibly Southampton. Looking at them, I would, I would expect Southampton would be a logical destination after Fonte left, but I, I don't know. I've got I don't really idea. understand why more clubs aren't interested, like. Well, well, maybe they're holding fire. No, they're holding fire. They're holding fire for the, for the end of the window, uh, and the hope that we they can prize them away for an extra fucking nothing. Uh, that's what I'd be doing. That's exactly if I was a manager of another club and I wanted them, I, I would only start negotiating sort of the last couple of days, you know, to see well oh. just how far you can push it down. Why would you risk? Why would you risk that? We've just talked about us running the risk of waiting to the end and getting 
getting because but because you you know at the minute there's there's no rumors there's nothing moving and ultimately they know that the player needs to move because he's too high quality to, to remain in an under twenty three team and there's no movement. I don't know, on Dave. It. I don't know. Is is it is it maybe because this this type of thing has happened just once too many in his career? Are people oh, are people on, reluctant? Fu- like are he, people he reluctant didn't jump at, Look, on. he didn't jump into a fucking crowd and kung fu kung fu I'm kick just, something. I'm he didn't I'm bite just, somebody. I'm just asking hard. the question. I'm just asking the question. Was, the what question. he's done is hardly it's a, a hang it's all about, No, I know that, but it's all about it's all about fucking PR and attitude and and training and doing the right thing. PR. Football is not about PR. Football is about winning fucking trophies, and the best way to put to win a trophy is to fucking. Who's football not about PR too? Well, to me, it's about a game. It's about fucking winning. It's about that's what it's it's about. It's about functioning to, to 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 win. You know, I know that in in modern football and today's game and whatnot, it's all about PR, and that's the whole side of it. But fuck it, that has nothing to do with the actual winning on the fucking pitch. And the best, I chance, understand that. The best chance, and you ha- the best chance you have of winning on the pitch is to have your best eleven on the pitch. In my opinion, in my opinion only, are under twenty threes. And I know I'm not alone in this. Our under twenty threes at the minute are well up until Tiago Lari left. We're better than what we have fucking playing in the first team when Matip's not there. Why is no? Yeah, but yeah. The, the right, question we're, is... We're, we're, we're went from, we've went from why has nobody made a bid for Sacco to why is he not playing in the Liverpool first team without answering either question. So... Well, he's not I, playing I asked the question, but I have to answer because, because... Because Klopp's not going to play him. Like, I mean, that just seems... That that set he's, he hasn't featured whatsoever. He's not with the senior squad, so he's not going to play for us again. Whatever the the rights and wrongs of it, you know, we all like Sacco on this pod. Certainly, I did anyway, and I know you did, Dave. I'm pretty did, sure you did, did as well. He's Dave. still ours. He's, he's ours. We yeah, but, like he's, <laughs> but we're not going to we're not going to play him. The bridges are burnt, you know. But the the question is, who are we going to sell to? Is he going to go to Italy? Does he want to go to Italy to one of the land clubs? It's not. It's not really that glamorous. They're not really going to pay him that much. Are we? Well, to I think both clubs million or twenty million for him. Or I think the rumor was was twenty million. But both those clubs have been well. I know Inter have been taken over recently. And they spent a lot of money in the summer, and I wouldn't be surprised if they went and spent a lot of money again. There's still this. Um, I think this ongoing saga around a, a Chinese conglomerate. Buying Milan or buying into Milan, but then Berlusconi, I don't know what the fuck is going on with him. He's doing this mad thing that he always does. Well, I will, but I won't. And I'm in and I'm out. I don't know. So I, I don't really know enough about it, but I know it's ongoing. You've got Stoke there who have been mentioned, and you've got Southampton who have been mentioned and again. They're they're not yet Premier League, but you're more likely to play European football, I suppose, if you go to Italy to one of those two clubs. Um, yeah, I mean, you'd be hoping that if you're a player of Sacco's ability, you've been captain of PSG, you've been at Liverpool, you're you've done really well for France over over the time you've captained France before you've played in international tournaments. You'd hope to be playing at the next one. You'd want to fucking you'd want to fucking get a club that's better, both in. Well, he I deserves know, it. He deserves it. In my opinion, it, just he he deserves it. You want to be going to a top four club in in one of the big leagues, like don't you? I mean, surely, or at, at least it's you know top five. Our club competing for the top four at one of the big leagues. Neil, I honestly think at this point he's going to have to start thinking about how he's going to rebuild his career. Yeah, well, yeah. the longer this goes, then he will. Like you know, he won't if he doesn't go in January. He won't have played. In fact, 
from his ban. And when did his ban start? Like March or April last yeah. year. So you're April, April yeah. so you're coming up to twelve months that he hasn't played competitive football. Yeah, that's and a that's a point. fucking that's a big chunk of a player's career. So I don't know if if that's got something to do with why clubs aren't interested in him. I don't know if the fact that this this um, history has of of not getting on with coaches and, and fallouts and blah 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 is putting is putting clubs off wanting to go and buy him. And Dave, my point around the PR thing earlier on was not so much you or I, but it's how a club will see what they're potentially going to purchase as an image or an asset or whatever bullshit they talk about. Well, if, if, Ferguson, if Ferguson had gone that line with Cantona, we wouldn't be fucking, you wouldn't be sitting. Well, that was, that was a lot. trophies, you know what I mean? Well, that was fucking, <laughs> Dave, that was fucking 25 years ago now, don't forget. Ah, but, it was, like, it but it was a fucking kung fu kick to the chest of a fucking fan on live TV, it, dude. You don't walk away from that shit. I get it, and he had already signed for United at that point, don't forget. So, you know, Ferguson had taken his risk and and he he backed himself, which is fine, because he was a a match winner, you know. He was, essentially, he was Suarez, practically. Same type of of perception. No, he wasn't, but it's the same type of... The same type of winning mentality. Yeah, same type of influence he had on on football matches. He had an aura. He had an aura. Exactly. We don't have... Exactly. Fuck our team doesn't so, have an aura, an aura, never mind a fucking individual. But that's not Sacco. Sacco has a, a different type of a different type of persona. You know, fucking no-nonsense. You know, hard tackling. Exactly what we need. <laughs> yeah, it is, Dave. But the, like I say... The that's why I can't let it go, Dave. You know what I mean? It's exactly what we need. I look at that and I think, fucking him and Joel Matip together. Fuck, I could solve a lot of our problems. Dave, you know I'm a big fan of Sacco as a footballer, but I'm wondering what it's... If nobody attempts to even buy him in this window, I'm wondering what that says about him as a professional. No, and that's, that's a, fair, a really that's fair point, question. Dave. A really fair point that you make. It, tr- it truly is. And maybe I haven't been thinking along those lines and thinking that way, if you're, if you're with me. I just see it as, as just a resource. Okay, he's fucked up. He's pissed about a wee bit. Jesus Christ. Fuck, everybody pisses about in life. Everybody pisses about in work. You know what I mean? It's about fucking. It's the resolution of those problems, and you know, find the maturity to to resolve those problems. And you know, I just feel again, and I don't want to fucking appear to be bashing Klopp because it's not my intention, but I just think he's been too stubborn on it. Maybe I don't know, Dave. I think that there was. It wasn't just one incident. There it was three or four things. The Snapchat. You know, I understand that the, the Snapchat thing was was was, but I feel that. Before the snap, he, wa- he walked out. He walked out before the derby as well when he found out he was in the bench. Remember? Fuck, the, yeah, fuck that. Rogers. He's a fucking winner. Yeah, with he Rogers. wants to be on the so, pitch. He wants to be there. He wants that. That, that to me shows Dave, fucking I know passion. He wants to be there. I, <laughs> you don't fucking take your ball and go home whenever you're dropped to the bench. For me, that's not only I'm, it's not only showing disrespect to the manager, but also disrespect. But it was only Brendan Rodgers. Don't worry. It's only Rogers. What about the uh, It was only Dejan. I mean. Uh, and he was fucking right to be raging to be yeah, dropped I for Deja. I'd have well. <laughs> gone home to fucking sort of France, thing. never mind in my house. <laughs> I know, it's like, I'm fucking, you know, France captain here, and uh, this guy, <laughs> Degsy, <laughs> he's getting in Degsy. I don't know where that's come from, but it seems to be the, the fucking <laughs> nickname. It seems to have caught on. Right. But More like Jesus. fucking Yeah, I, I don't get it, how he gets such a bye ball. I really don't get it. I mean, I know some some people like him and are are fond of him for whatever reason, and that's fair enough. You have a soft spot for a player, that's fine. 
But at the end of the day, he's at the scene of so many fucking horrendous crimes. He really I almost, I almost had a watershed moment with him tonight because I have tried to stick up for him. The problem with this game is he's got fucking no consistency at all. I thought he started the season reasonably well, no, but he's he just stead, he's just steadily declined. And do you see that diving header in the second, second half? In the second half. Where he, he dive and headed the ball along the ground at the edge of the box for someone to fucking control it and shoot. What the actual fuck? Not even up in the air, a law like a foot above the ground, and only Milner fucking blocked it. I think it was going right in the bottom corner. And that for me was like, you know, if you're gonna dive and header, dive and header it for a corner or throw it. Really what you should be doing, see in that situation, if you can dive and header, you should sure as fuck be able to kick it. So just kick it into the stand or kick it up in the air. But this is his problem, Dave. You know, there's many a time you just go, Tyson, just fucking put your boots, put your laces through it, lad. Fucking Rose Ed. And he, he thinks he's himself, fucking Franco Baresi. As a baller, as a player, he fancies himself as this yep. fucking string puller from the back. This, you know. And that's all very well until he's put under pressure and then he fucking crumbles. And he's, he, he's just his decision making is horrendous. I, mentioned I think that's it, Neil. I think that's I think you've hit the nail on the head. It's decision making. Just give it a second to think he makes the wrong decision every fucking time. Like, if it's not instinctive, like, he's quite good in the air, I'll give him that, and he makes the odd good. In fact, he makes quite a few good uh, tackles, you know, for for breakaways sometimes. Uh, You'll give him that. Like, but positionally, he's generally terrible, and when he has a second to think about what he can do, he has a bit of time on the ball, even... He's just fucking lethal. It's just like, ah. I think his distribution is awful as well. It was particularly awful tonight. It was epitomised by the crossfield ball. He tried to play the fucking Trent Alexander-Arnold and he just fucking pinged it across the pitch out for a throw-in. And I was just like, why are you even trying to do that? Just give it to Henderson or give it to Chan or give it to Coutinho and they can play that pass because you can't. So stop it. It's almost like he sees himself when he's playing in a way that, if you know what I mean, he always wants to be an attraction. I think Emre's hands a bit like that too. Yeah, I I think that could, there were a few times tonight and I just shouted. I was just like, nobody cares that you can fucking drag it back a couple of times and look fucking fancy and turn. You've just taken six extra touches there that you really didn't need to take. And that annoyed me a couple of times about him tonight. I Emre. Um, I still think I, I don't still think he was think that I bad like tonight, you know. I don't think I, he was that. I don't he think he was bad. bad. I don't think he was bad. Just there was one point in the second half when we needed to be, you know, the ante needed to be up. We needed to be quicker in possession. We needed to be better, sharper with our movement and all the rest of it. And it, it, we're sort of popping it about. And it comes to Emery, and he, he does. He does a couple of pointless dragbacks and turns. And ends up giving a square ball, and it's like he could have hit that first time. And Do you know what? I, the, I, I, I am a big fan of Wijnaldum, and more so than most, I think. But, and I think it's skewed by the fact that what Chan does that frustrates me so much. Wijnaldum does the opposite, and I think I appreciate it even maybe maybe more so than I should appreciate because he does just fucking move the ball so quickly, and it's simple. And it's the, always the right pass, and he's always in the right place. And he doesn't try to fucking do things for the sake of doing them or doing double drag backs in the edge of his box. And that, for me, when I watch Chan, I want him to do what Ronaldo does. I want him to give it and go and move it and go and 
give it quickly and move one or two touches all the time and watching him frustrates the life out of me because I want to see it done quicker. Yeah, I mean, I, I know what you mean. Uh, but And then Chan has has qualities that Wijnaldum doesn't um, in other ways as well. Like, But he does take too many touches. It is, but we are better when we're, when we're moving quicker. And I'm not necessarily saying that um, you can't play Chan if you want to play your best 11. But I think there is a combination where you can play Chan uh, I don't know exactly what it is, but he is a very good player and he does have some good qualities. But I would prefer, I, I honestly prefer to see him deeper. I really I, th- I really prefer when he when he has more of the picks in front of him because his range of passing is, is, is excellent. And he, though he may not look it, he's quick enough and he press, he, he's actually a better presser than, than Henderson or can be a better presser than Henderson. He's, he's had the figures to show it. I think he, he can control the game more. He, he can advance with the ball. He's a stronger runner on the ball than Jordan Henderson is. Henderson's maybe a, possibly a stronger runner off the ball, arriving late. But I just prefer to see him deep. Yeah, I think the best football he played was last year when he played in, in that, that 4-1, 4-1. The club seemed to favour a lot of last year, particularly in the European games. Yeah. I think that system really, really suited him um, because he could be he had that protection behind him, but it could be one of two that could, could go and could break forward while the other sat, whoever that was, Alan, for example. Um, but I don't know. He just doesn't have to, he just doesn't seem to have the mobility to do what, for instance, Lallana or Wijnaldum does in those two, those, if you want to call it any of the 10, I, fuck, I don't know, but the two more advanced midfield players Um, there's there was talk about him potentially you know would you like to see him at centre half I don't know what you think about that I'm not sure whether I'm overly keen on it but couldn't be worse I I mean I I I like him as as the deep line midfielder. I mean I know that that could could cause a problem and you know some people will obviously have their opinion and say no way Henderson's far better there or whatever but I prefer I prefer Chan being there than, than Henderson. I thought last season Chan had sort of nailed that rule down and I thought he was a bit unlucky um, getting his injury. I think he was injured earlier in the season and, and Henderson sort of came in and played that role and played it pretty well and, and sort of made it his own and then Can hasn't Chan hasn't been able to get back in there and I just don't think he looks as comfortable in the two more advanced roles as you mentioned there. I think it's Probably the six and the eight. I'm, I'm not really sure, but in those two roles, it's just it's it's he's just not as effective for me. Uh, I think he, as I said, I think he's better when he's he's deeper, and we saw the best of him. I mean, the the Villarreal performance was one that was mentioned there, and he was uh, he, he was fucking immense in that leg. I mean, he absolutely bossed the game from there and dominated and looked like that was. He's got the build for it. He's got the physicality for it. And he's got, for me, he's got a more defensive mind as in he, he reads the game better for me than, than Henderson in terms of being that defensive midfielder. He is more likely to sense where the danger is going to be and go to the ball and close down the, the danger and source. I noticed a few times tonight that when we were getting caught on the brick, Henderson was constantly out of position. And I know we were pushing forward and looking for the... For uh, for the equaliser and or for for the winner, 
well, the equaliser and the, and the tie, the winner in the in the game tonight, like. Um, so obviously you are going to get that, like. But whenever he dropped, he was. For me, the defensive midfielders got to go to the danger at source or fill in the space, which is going to be the most dangerous. And Endo was sort of severely yeah. lacking. Yeah, swimming in treacle a bit, like I mean, just not really, not really sure where he was meant to be, not really in the right place, not really snuffing out the danger. I don't know, like um, I don't want to be harsh on Hendo either because he he did play really well earlier in the season, and there is a lot of talk that this heel injury is is come back again. But the last couple of games haven't been his greatest. I mean, he, he gave the ball away a lot against Swansea. I mean, I know he won it back a lot as well. But for me, I heard, I've heard both opinions on this. I've heard that people say that uh, he's had a, he had a great game at the weekend. I heard somebody say that they didn't think he had a great game at the weekend. For me, I don't think he did. And from what I saw tonight, I don't think he was great either. Um, yeah, I think, I think he was better tonight. Um, but I thought he had a really good game at Old Trafford. Thought he was, I thought he was really good in that game, and then again, again yeah, you're right. The injury, you saw a decent game, won every three or four games, Dave. That, that's basically well, it. no, I, I, can I, be, would, can I would anonymous enough. That. I would disagree with that, Dave. I, I think that's, I think that's harsh. I think that we saw a dip in his form last year when he when he was playing with that injury, and it seems to have affected him the same way this year. Because I think the first half of the season, he was, he was, but again, we knew we knew about that, and what do we do about it? Nothing. That's again. That's another thing I'm thinking about now. When you talk about transfers, and it's fine not to not to go and look at January, um, but you've got to be thinking now if this Henderson thing is going to be recurring and chronic. Recurring. Yep. Yeah. Which which is really what it was always sort of rumored that it would be, and that there was a lot of playing it down, and then it seemed like it would be okay, and now it's, it's happened again, and whatever he. A 75 or an 80% Jordan Henderson is not good enough. That yeah. He needs to I be 100%. And we, if it's the most important position on the pitch, probably central midfield, you would think it, it's kind of, you know, the engine room, well, well, when you have, all, all the cliches and whatever. So you, you have need, our defence uh, behind them. Yeah, they need, absolutely. To, they need to be top operators. They can't be at eighty percent. If you if you've got a fairly weak central centre back partnership, uh, or certainly a, a new centre back partnership, if, if Matip's playing, it's not that weak when he plays. Actually, we can see far few fewer goals when he. Yeah, the numbers are scary when he's not yeah. in the not in the side. Actually, they are. They're, it's stark. It's, like, it's, like it's like three a game or something. It's nearly three a game. It's fucking mad. Yeah. Which means that in the other games when he is playing, we must be at like one or less. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, but I presume, yeah, that, I presume that the back four is going to get a bit of surgery in the summer. Well, you would imagine. I mean, there's all this talk now of Lovren's new contract and stuff. I mean, for me, for me, he he might get a new contract, but for me, surely Klopp, surely Klopp can't rate him. Surely he can't actually rate him as as in. You're going to be my starting centre back for the must. next couple of seasons. Surely just he can. Well, just because he's getting a new contract doesn't necessarily mean that he is going to be first choice next year. No, That's of course it doesn't. It, well, it doesn't. Well, it's hardly to, to, to keep up his value. Fucking who? Well, no, well, you know, people. If he's playing a lot of games and stuff, whatever, and you know, we do all right this season and stuff, and he's got a new contract, maybe we do sell him for twenty million, and get our money back in the summer. <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Well, I'll tell you, I'll be the best mugging of the century. Absolutely. 
Slavan, give West Ham a call. <laughs> Something like that. No, I, I, I can't see us getting anywhere near what we'll pay for him. But, like, would you, would you, would you even keep him as a squad? Player? I don't I see any reason why not. If you, you're only selling to replace him with somebody like Clavin. Yeah, yeah, true enough. I mean, listen, but the thing is, you're probably paying him quite a bit. Yeah, you're probably already. I think we're probably already paying him about 80. I think. I, I, I agree with Devlin on this, and I'm pleased you could edit that part out if you want. Um, but <laughs> um, I think that if you're going, if you're going to strengthen, you buy players to replace your first team players and your yeah, first team yeah, players yeah, become your reserve players, and that's that's yeah. fucking basic for me. It's, it's ideal. So. It's ideal. So you bring in a left-sided centre-half and you fucking say, right, Bezan, your third choice. And you can play on the right or the left, so happy day. So you will come in whenever either or are missing. So that's your rule this year. If you don't like it... But then it's keep, it's keeping those players happy. It is. If you but again, me. you have... Because he came for big money. He, he, he And you know, like... Oh, but if he isn't happy, if he, to be honest, if he isn't happy, you fuck him off then. Yeah, exactly. You know, and don't forget, day, don't exactly. forget that you, you're, you're more than likely. Well, you know, we're, we're talking about top four, and and people are certainly concerned we're not going to make top four because we've fucking played not great for three or four weeks. Um, but but we need to get the shit together and quick. Yeah, but we, we need a win. The way the way to get the is, is to beat Chelsea. You know, yeah, we need exactly. that. We beat Chelsea. Honest, then. It's probably the game. It, it's it's the game beating holes more important to me. Yeah, but if we beat Chelsea. You've got, we can only look at the next game, right? Can't you? I mean, I know I say that and Wolves comes first, but, but it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't hold any fear, Neil, for us. Like, look at us. We're all sitting here. It's Chelsea. Fair chance. Well, the worst we're going to do is get a draw. Yeah, you know, all I mean, because we know we're going to raise ourselves up if we don't. But then holes. We're going away to hole the week after, and I'm shitting myself looking at it. Yeah, that's the last game without Mane, though, isn't it? Um, no, I think he what, could what be back. I think he make? could be back for Hull. Is he? I think he misses it. And uh, if they get to the final, I think he misses it. Oh, I think that's the last one that he misses, but I'm not 100% sure. Like, and That's just what I heard. I haven't actually fucking checked or anything. <laughs> Although. Uh, but really, like, you know, put Manny in there tonight. What like, Does it really make that much difference? Yeah, he does seem to make defense. a difference, though, against the low-block teams. He does seem to make a difference. It's that ability to... Right, so this brings me back to the point we're talking about. <coughs> do, you know, do you know why it makes a difference? Because you take storage out of the side and you play Firmino through the middle and you have Mane out the right. So you're fixing two problems, not just one yeah. with Mane on the side. Yeah. Yeah, so in a personnel and shape thing, yeah, yeah. I, can see, I can see where you're so coming he, from. There, so he fixes, he fixes two problems and that's the inherent issue with our squad at the moment is when, you, when you're missing one player... Invariably, you're affecting two positions, not just one. At least two yeah, positions. No, and I get that. But what I'm saying with these with these teams sitting deep, you're not getting the best out of Manny because I like to see him. I like to see him charging. If you know what I mean. And these guys are all sitting so deep that you know he, he's he's running into a brick wall. There is that, but he has that that ability to just play a quick one two and be away, like just or or just slow it down. And just go Considering and over we're two passing yards. Into, we're passing into touch. Where you know our passing seems to be like we seem to have lost whatever fluidity we had. Um, yeah, as I say, we were playing beautiful. I don't know, and and that's that's a concern as well. For me. I think that's as much to do with the movement as it is to do with the mentality or the passing or whatever else. I think there is, and I think there is a lack of movement ahead of the ball compared to compared to what we saw earlier on in the season. 
And I don't know whether that's got to do with not having that. Like, I, I honestly, I would be interested to know when the last time it was we had Coutinho, Firmino, and Mane all playing at the same time. Because that before the last one, yeah, it was a long time ago. I'd say, well, when did when did Phil get injured? Eight weeks ago? Nine, well, probably ten weeks ago um, now. Was- it was it was the game after the international break. Phil went down, wasn't it? So because he just come back, he just come back from Brazil after scoring that fucking belter, and he was out the, the first game back. Wasn't that Stoke? Yeah, was it, it was Stoke. So that's yeah. Stoke game. I think that was the end of November or something, wasn't it? Uh, uh, it was in and around that time anyway. But we've never been right since that international. And we uh, and you know said it earlier. Like fuck, we were spectacular going into that break. We really were. I I I'd sort of visions of. Hang on a minute, we could actually do shit this season. And I was really sort of like, really coming around to it. And then yeah, that front three are fucking frightening. But when you take one of them out, it just all seems to go to shit. But they, but they need a better. Well, they didn't. They didn't earlier on the season. Really, Dave. It wasn't Stoke, was it? Was it? Was it not the first Southampton game? No. Do you know what it was? It was. Wasn't it Sunderland? It was when we beat. Was it when we beat Sunderland two nil? Two nil. Yeah, could have been. It was either Sunderland 2 0 or Southampton 0 0. It was against a team wearing red and white stripes. <laughs> so we've done Stoke, Southampton, and Sunderland. So it was one of them. But I think it was, it was either Sunderland or uh, Southampton. Yeah. It was, it was uh, November. End of November. And, and you know, that ha- that has hurt us, and there's no two ways about it. Phil, we, we can't just expect Coutinho to go, ah, oh, you're back, let's... let's but let's, tell me this, though, was you know, nobody else cursing Coutinho. him whenever he didn't fucking shoot against Swansea at 1-0 when he gets put through? I fucking went ballistic. I mean, what are you doing not shooting there? That is an absolutely amazing breakaway, and you're in, just take a touch and fucking hit it with your left foot. Oh. I think that's where we've been really poor recently, more so than anything else. You see a few times we've been able to break away. We're fucking hardly over the halfway line. Yeah, we haven't put it together. We haven't really. No. And we're fucking tripping over the ball the, in the, the fucking centre. The, the runs that why. were that were seen so choreographed earlier in the season where three or four players were hitting the box, all making different runs, so the player on the ball had loads of options. That's not happening. Everyone's crowding no, together. Every, like Alexander Arnold tried to head across tonight. It was just a. It was he was quite. It was a little bit in field. So it was just just a, a fairly short clip diagonal, sort of the back post. Perfect for one of those where there's a bit of a grouping in the middle, but someone's just pulled away to the back post. You know what I mean? Just just yeah. waiting for it to drop. Nobody fucking did it. Nobody pulled away to the back post. They were all standing within about six yards of each other, between or around the penalty spot. Nobody fucking made had the sense to drop out, and then somebody turned around and berated Trent for it. It was like just fucking a little bit of noise, and somebody's just pulled away there and has a free volley. Do you know what it looks like? The minute it looks like we're almost trying to learn a different way to play, and we haven't quite fucking got it right yet. That's what it really looks like. Yeah, because it's just. We, it's we just, not quite adding up, is it? Like it's just not quite working. There's just the the, the final pass isn't there. We, we we attempt to play through the middle, and this seems to be a real trait over the last three or four weeks. We attempt to play through the middle, and we can't play through the middle, so it goes wide and across the ball. Cross, 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 cross. And I think you know if you look at the last the last few goals we scored, Sturridge 
against Sunderland out of the cross, headed into the net. Both it? Firmino's goals were crosses as Both well. Firmino's goals at the weekends were crosses. The other one from Mane at Sunderland was a, was a corner. Um, it was flicked that he okay. scored at the back post. The goal against City, it was another... It was Header. another... Uh, one of them header from a cross. Yeah. And I don't know what other games we've had in there that we fucking scored a goal in. Did we score a goal against Plymouth? Did we beat Plymouth? We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did. I can't even remember that game. It was a header from a corner. A header from a fucking corner. You know, we 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 seem we seem to not be able to get to get to get either like round the back of teams. Like the last time I saw us play really really well was away to Borough, and we were we were able to get in behind, and it wasn't just a fucking airborne cross into the box. It was a measured ball along the ground into somebody's stride where they could just fucking meet it lovely and pass it into the net. Yeah, and but home to Borough was 14th of December, so that was before, really, the madness of Christmas began. And was, we've, we've been that, shit, really. I mean, not shit, but we've been... We've, our performances have suffered since then. We haven't had a... Yeah. We, we've turned in some gritty performances. We've played pretty well against United. We've played well against City. We've played all right against Everton, but they were more battles or... Or tougher, yeah, more like rivals. So you know, you're matching them. There, there's not a lot of necessarily massive quality in the game. It's more about fighting and you know, hanging on to your lead or whatever, like, or or they're gonna win the last minute, which was nice. But yeah, we haven't played flowing fucking attacking football where, as I was saying, three or four people are hitting the box and the player on the ball has an option that whether to pull it back or whether to put it across the face or whatever, like. We haven't been doing that at all. It hasn't been clicking for us. And whether it is personnel or tiredness or combination of the pair of them or whatever, the belief seems to be dropping a bit. Like. If it's tiredness, Neil, if it's tiredness, we're fucked. There's nothing coming. There's nothing coming in back. Well, they get second wind, like don't they? And I mean, it, yeah. it, it always happens. I mean, footballers talk about it, like the, you know, the second wind comes in the, in the second part of the season. Whatever. I know, I know, but the damage, the damage that's being, the damage that's being done in that, that's called the eye of the storm or whatever you want to call it. You know what I mean? The damage could could be. Yeah, well, I mean tonight, <laughs> tonight was tonight was bad, but as we said earlier, at least. At least it was only yeah, the league cup. Look, at, at the end of the day, we're, we're, we're talking about top four. Gotta go, gotta no go league. And beat we're not winning no league. Forget <laughs> it. If you go and beat Chelsea. Yeah, we got to beat Chelsea. We've got to stay in that top four for the, as long the, as we can. The one thing can. that I have in the, in the back of my mind that's given me a little bit of a little bit of fucking peace at night time when I go to bed is that all those other teams. Europa League. Yeah, they've all got Europe coming up. You know, City have got Champions League. Arsenal, Arsenal too. Arsenal and you've got Spurs and Spurs and who's that other team? Uh, Man United then. Yeah. Spurs and Man United in the Europa League. So they do European matches coming up. That's going to affect them. There's no doubt about it. And again, we talked about it earlier on. I don't think there's any coincidence that United came into a bit of form and Spurs came into a bit of form. They always do. Yeah. Yeah. Once they're once that phase of the of the Europa League finished. So, you know, that's going to that's going to affect them. And you know, United are, United are later in their squad now after selling a couple of players, aren't they? Um, and th- we know there's going to be no movement, never mind for us, for likely anyone in the top six, seven, there's going to be no movement in players at all coming in. 
Um, and if they are, they're not going to be able to be you know, slotted straight into the first team. So that's given me a bit of peace of mind. But we need to get our shit together, and we need to get our shit together soon. Uh, and I'm saying as well, apparently, like, you know, Emery Khan has, has got the, the contract talks have stalled. There, he's eighteen months left. Uh, you know what the fuck's going on there as well? Like that's another that's another worry. You know what I mean? I I see a future for him. I do see a future for him at Liverpool, but obviously maybe he doesn't, or, or maybe the money on offer is not not uh, to his liking or side. I don't know, but it seems to have seemed to have drawn down. Yeah, I, I don't think he's in a great position with contract negotiations at the minute. The way the season's gone for him, it's not like it's not like Sturridge coming off that fucking 13, 14 season and, and being ready for a new contract with eighteen months left. When his, when his stock's really, really high. I don't think his stock is as high as it's been since last season. Um, no. So I don't know whether that's influencing it. Um, but, you know, it, it's it's not what we need. You're right. It's not what we need. We need to get these things fucking tied up and done with minimal fuss. They shouldn't even be in the paper. You should just see a fucking wing news flash up saying something, such signs, you deal, that's it. Done. Never mind. Anything yeah. else? Yeah, I hear all this fucking going going over the top about Coutinho signing a new deal as well. Like, I mean, well, I, I was told he's going to Barcelona there on Monday. Apparently, it's uh, it's it's nailed on. He's going to Barcelona in the summer. But fuck, you know, like we said, would you take seventy million? Yeah, I mean, I, with, I don't think he's we have. I don't think he's we have the world class. Yet. I mean, he may. No, neither do I. Not not at all. Not yet. He hasn't proven himself enough yet for me. And He's a he's a fantastic player. There's no doubt, but he needs to he needs to do it more consistently for us. And he, and he needs did, to stop getting fucking injuries that keep him out for fucking eight or ten weeks over winter, which happens the last yeah, the last two or yeah. three years now. Yeah, because uh, he takes a while to get back as well. Yeah, you know, he does. And and as as we saw with Swansea, we saw it tonight. And you know that's why I find it hard to criticize him. He just needs a bit of time to get back in again. And you know, there's no two ways about it. He's our he's our best player. Honestly. I just love he watching him play. Player, but, love watching play football. You know, it, it's like he's 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 a he's a bit the goal before I would consider you know weekend. Absolutely, we've well, got that chance that he had tonight. He's he's made the right run. He's in loads of space. He's picked out perfectly by Firmino. It's right on his right foot. He's striding onto it. He can see the whole goal, and he just fucking. He, he looks away at the vital moment and yeah. takes his eye off the ball and completely fluffs it when you really need a goal, you know? Yeah. I think in two weeks' time, that's that's in the net. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, without a doubt. In another couple of weeks, he'll be back up to speed again and we could be ticking a lot better. But it's not even that, Dave. It's not even continue functioning that way. For me, it's just this... We, we seem to be afraid of the fucking ball or something. It's, it's mad. I just can't get my head around it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can I can I can only put it down to to the the movement the the the, the entire team and confidence doesn't really seem to be there though at the moment like it was it's, it's I suppose it happens when you start losing games or not winning games not finding goals you know maybe you start to think oh fuck with this is is this going to be another one of those days like I mean that kind of thing creeps in anxiety creeps in it starts to become a big deal and. You can see they're not playing with the same belief that they were playing with, you know, for a while. And we've referenced it before that period in between the international breaks when we were we were purring like we were just destroying teams, um, and everything was working for us. All the movement was crisp and sharp. The passing was incisive. We were we were taking loads of 
creating a lot of chances and taking most of them as well. We were fantastic and we were supremely confident at that time. And one thing led to another, and it was like it was a um, it was a perfect cycle at that time. But now the opposite in a way has happened. They played a fucking. Well, if one thing led to another, name well, this is it. Like maybe <laughs> now, now we're paying for it. It was all fucking sexual football, but now we're we're uh, we've got the consequences to live with. Like of one of the oven. we're carrying a bit of extra weight, you know. Um, but yeah, it hasn't. Oh, I don't know. It, it, it's not happening for us now, and it's almost like the other way. You know, we haven't done what we wanted to do. The players are annoyed. Obviously, the worst thing about the league. Obviously, it's been spoken about. Obviously, they know every point at the drop in in a league where Chelsea are playing like they are. Plus, you have all the other big teams who also are pretty fucking good at the you know this season. That it's a big it's a big deal dropping points. It's a big deal not being able to not winning home games and stuff like that and losing against the the bottom team and and that kind of thing. So it starts to eat away, doesn't it? And I, I mean, I don't know how many it is now. Is it six? Is it six games with? Oh, we we beat Plymouth, we beat Plymouth, but I mean you, you don't really fucking count Plymouth like in this in this instance, do you? I mean it's yeah, six it was the last time we won, realistically. Who? Which which? It was City, wasn't it? City? Yeah, was it before? Yeah, before the Sunderland game. Uh huh. So that's and and we and again we thought we were back on track and back on the rails and no, and it just hasn't happened. It just hasn't happened. Second half of the season that we haven't started right. And we need to fix it. I mean, like we've said, it's not it's not unsalvageable now, or whatever the word is, insalvageable. In Who knows? Um, we we can still have a really good season, and you never know. You could, if you put put together a load of wins, you winning the title is still not out of the realms. It it's looking unlikely. Top four has got to be the aim. Always realistically, it was the aim until we had that amazing start, and. If you if you beat Chelsea, then maybe maybe it does turn around a little bit. I know we raise ourselves for the big games or whatever, and we'd fancy ourselves. But if we do go and beat them, then you know you can throw off that. Uh, it was City since we last one. It would have been just against Chelsea. We'd be feeling good again, and and things can start to snowball again. Yeah, and I think if I think if you put if you can put five or six wins together in this division. It makes a fucking hell of a difference to where you are going to be. So oh, it does with it. And if you can start that beating Chelsea, Dave, as well, it's, it's such a it's such a, a absolutely. A sort of it really kickstarts you. Know you. It really kickstarts you. So if we can, but to try and remain as fucking optimistic as possible, because I'm drinking myself into a stupor of depression at the moment. Um, there is the potential for us still to go and put a run of five, six, seven wins together and you know we've got more home games than anybody else left yeah <clears throat> nail nail the top four fuck fuck what fuck the rest let's, just, yeah, let's just put a run together and then and you know at the end of march let's see where we are and if at the end of march we're within four or five points to the top then fuck do you know what it might still be on but ultimately as Oh, no, 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 Dave, come on, fuck off. No, it's no. not on, it's not on. The, 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 we're going to win the league, Hold it's on. finished in this podcast. Hold <laughs> it's on. Not, nothing just, just for a bit of fucking interest, at least, because see, to be honest, the last thing I want at the end of the season is this fucking mundane, 
staying ahead of fucking two teams to make sure you're going to be in third position or something. That's the fucking least thing. That's the last yeah, thing well, I want. Spurs just put, how many have they put together? No, Chelsea did 13 in a row. Many yeah. Spurs, put, Spurs have put together some ridiculous run or had put together some ridiculous run as well. I mean, if we were to win seven, eight games in a row at some point from between now and the end of the season, you've got to be right up there in the mix. Like, yeah. People were talking about, oh, Spurs might not get, Spurs might not get top four. You say, I don't think Spurs are going to get top four here. They're fucking second now. Yeah. And they've been hacking up. I know. I mean, like, they've just they they've hit the afterburners. They couldn't win for ages. And, you know, they've, they've played, they've played two, of the, two, two of their sort of, you know, the, the top four yeah. rivals, if you take it recently, and done very they well. Went like on a run, they, they went uh, on a run where they drew like six out of seven matches or something. Yeah. Which is, and, and they're fucking second now. So, you know, if you can put a run of five or six or seven wins together, you just don't know where you're going to be. Chelsea need to, Chelsea need to capitulate. You know, look, second, second is the best that we can hope for. I, I'm sorry for, for me. Well, Chelsea, do you know what, Dave? Chelsea, Chelsea right, are gone what, after this. You might be right, though, but I mean, yeah, let's fucking do that and let's, second. Yeah, let's do that and let's fucking cement second. And then, instead of and then instead of having to look over our shoulders, we'll start maybe looking ahead of us and go, do you know what, Chelsea? It's six points. And you might think six points is loads, but see if you fucking lose next week and we win, that's three points. I wish it was six well, points. I wish it it's was. It's ten. It's not fucking loads. It's not It loads. has. It's been... De- Bigger deficits have been overturned with with less less time to go in the past. Right? So they, 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 they don't have Europe. They're out of the league cup. He has every week. He's he is a fucking good man. Yeah, I mean they probably yeah. will. They probably club. will keep winning. And if they keep winning, then there's nothing anyone can do. But yeah, and it's, and, and and he's found the formula. He's found the formula. Yeah, and you know what? It's, and see if they do. It's going to at this rate. It's going to be a fucking record points total. Record yeah. points. Like so, I, yeah. there was one year someone won the league, the Premier League, with seventy-five points, and they have fucking fifty-four already. There's still sixteen games left, or something. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No, they've the, the, been. There's no two ways about it. They've been impressed. They really have. Be, been, and for that, yeah, if they can, it would take a, it would take a hell of a fucking come down in the world for them to to, to to lose the league. And what's more, I'll tell you another thing that's really important. They have a winning mentality throughout that team. They've got a pile of fucking boys there that know what it takes to win. Exactly. They're not going to give that up easy. Exactly. And that's the point. They've got guys there, and they, don't get me wrong, it's a fucking quality squad of footballers. A quality squad of yeah. footballers. Uh, There's no doubt. But 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 but, wait, but ours is a quality squad of footballers, yeah. but they don't have that same grit, steel, well, yeah, but when you look at, to get out there. When you look at the level, though, and the money, that, to be fair, the money that Chelsea have spent to sell in that squad, I mean, I know we have. Absolutely. Dave, they've they are. They're in a different league. We shouldn't. Even though we have some amazing players, we should, or some very, very, very good players, shall we say, we still, you know, we're not really in the same league as a Chelsea like. I mean, we're doing well to be on their coattails or to be giving them a. We, we shop. We we shop at a, we we shop at a different uh, tier of of in the transfer market. Yes, we shop at fucking John Lewis, and they're shopping in hard. Uh, I get that, and, and, that's why and they we we pay the same uh, same same in wages. Like they're paying, they're because paying huge amounts in, in wages to their top stars. They're paying double what we're paying paying our top earner to someone like Diego Costa or whatever. And um, we did we're we're doing well. The people them haven't said that. It is the other league that we're in, so we need to fucking be competing with them by hook or by crook. 
listen, I, I want to bring this to a close. But li- listen, lads, you know, we've done something a wee bit different here tonight because we're just sort of shooting the shit, you know, as opposed to doing any kind of a structured podcast. Uh, give us your feedback on it if you like that we can maybe do more of it. If, if you don't like it, well, fuck, you know, tough luck. Uh, we've had a shit week. We've had a shit four or five days. What can we do? Listen, before we go, thanks to the guys. Um, and we've actually to do an intro as well. Just I'll, I'll just let you know because we haven't done an intro. We just talked all the way through it. So go around the table, I'm sure. I'll start with Dave. Um, what do you want to plug, Dave, this week? Go on, do something. Not bad. fucking plugging in this week. Stick your plug up your hole. I'm not in the mood. <laughs> Fair enough. And you don't want to talk to him on Twitter because he's, uh, he's a nasty fecker. And Neil, where can we find you? What, what, what's happening with you? Yeah, not much, man. I'm sort of in a, in a depressed hole at the moment. Um, but, yeah, you can find me on, on Twitter, uh, at Neil1980. And uh, we'll be recording a, a new um, Fill in the Writers pod next Thursday. So that'll be coming out in, in a week, in 10 days or so, shall we say. So you can look out for that as well. That's no baller. And uh, just for myself, just check us out at uh, Cop Left. Uh, check out Amara's uh, match reports. God knows what the poor girl's going to have to have to write for that debacle uh, last night. But well, well, have a look in the morning and see. Uh, other than that, just give WFI a follow as well. And until the next Copcast, uh, hopefully it'll be a bit more structured and formal. <laughs> you never know. It's goodbye.